My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. Hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to, you know, get healthy and put yourself first for maybe the first time, you know, in a really, really long time. Getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy is something that, well, it takes some work. You know, we don't get a magic wand. We don't get to just wave a wand. We have to um, do what we have to do. Um, And there's work involved. And I think one of the best things that we have to make sure that we're doing is be up to date and relevant. Things that we thought about many years ago may still be good, but there may be better ways of doing things. So every day on the show, Monday through Friday, eight to nine in the morning, for many, many, many years and decades, we've been talking about the new things, the the things that can make our lives better, healthier, and maybe just give us a better take on life in general. Of course, after the show, I've been talking with some of the best guests in the industry on these relevant topics, I'm gonna send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Why? Well, Stay Healthy is the place that I think you should go. Not only do they carry the best of the best in every category, but they also carry something that I think is missing in society today, full service environment where you go and you're welcomed and you have a conversation and a dialogue and your questions are answered and you shop around in a place with people that care, that are educated and knowledgeable and informed and relevant and passionate. When you're dealing with your health and well-being, there's nothing better. Demand, you know, and accept no less than amazing people to work with. You know, we've we've kind of gone over to this self-service world today where we can't get any answers to questions, we get very little help in general, we end up doing most of it ourselves. And I think that when you can search something out, something as important as your health and well-being in a place where you actually get the information that you really need, that's priceless in today's self-service world. So head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Stay Healthy is your one-stop full-service location, and when you go in there, you'll see not only do they carry the best of the best, but it's a great experience every time you go. You'll always walk out with more information than when you went in. That's what it's all about. Stay Healthy. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. 
Open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday for mail orders and even to get your order together for you so you can swoop in and pick it up. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Don't forget about their webpage. It's extremely informative. And above and beyond that, you can even... You know, enter your email address to start being connected to the store even more and get those monthly newsletters. And you can listen to any of the radio show broadcasts that are always on demand. There for your timing, however it works on your schedule, and print coupons as well. Well, today we're going to be talking about digestion. You know, digestion is a interesting thing. It is actually something that uh, we learn about more and more all the time. We get asked questions about it all the time. Digestion and digestive problems have become very prevalent, very prevalent, very prominent in our society. And more and more people are having the problem. And it's not just an old age situation anymore, believe it or not. It is actually something that is hitting across all different age brackets. And I think a lot of us really need to realize that when you start uh, really start heading in the direction of trying to get healthy, digestion is something you need to focus on. Paul Davison is here with us today, and I can't think of anybody better to talk with about digestion. Little background, if you have had not the extreme pleasure of hearing Paul in the past. Paul believes that vibrant health is a choice available to all. For well over 15 years, Paul has been a fierce advocate of organic and non-GMO foods and supplements, herbal healing, healthy living, and socially responsible business practices. Currently, Paul serves as Executive Vice President Enzymedica, overseeing domestic and international sales as well as Enzymedica's professional line, Enzyme Science. Prior to joining Enzymedica, Paul served in various leadership roles, including Vice President of Sales at New Chapter and Vice President of Sales with Plant Fusion, both of which we did radio shows with. We've been chatting for a very long time. He's a West Point graduate and former Army paratrooper and has undergone both Army Master Fitness and Yoga teacher training and regularly appears on radio and television programs as well as live speaking engagements from coast to coast to discuss wellness, natural living, and conscious business. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Paul. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm doing doing well. You know, obviously we're all, you know, just busy and doing our stuff and, and hoping for the best out there in the marketplace. And, you know, I, I think the one thing that's, you know, been uh, very heartening for all of us in this business has been, uh, I think we, we all realized we, we, we chose the right business to be in during a health crisis. And um, I think that there's obviously been some incredible challenges and heartbreak and sorrow, pain, but there's also been, I think, a, an awakening for a lot of people um, as far as getting healthy and um, making positive changes in their lives, and not just mm-hmm. about food and diet and supplements, but but also just trying to reduce the stress and trying to focus on the present moment. Uh, we just know how delicate uh, life is, and all we have is the present. And you know, so that's been my journey, um, and, and a lot of the people that I've been engaging with over this period, you know, these past couple years has been to just use this as an opportunity to get healthier. And, and, and I know we're not on to talk about this, but, you know, you just can't deny the um, all the studies and reports about comorbidities with, um, you know, with this thing and, you know, obesity being a huge one. 
and um, and obviously there's there's a tremendous cascade of, of risk factors that that stem out of um, obesity. A lot of them affecting digestion, and and um, particularly I think we're going to talk about heartburn today, and, and there's a lot of um, obvious connections between obesity and heartburn, as well as diet choices and other things. So it just really shined a light on all this. Um, for, for those of us in the business, and um, I think it's made our passion and our purpose even more um, engaged. Like we we we've, we've doubled down on on our values and beliefs. You know, those of us in this business, um, and it's been it's been an exciting journey. I know you've had quite a ride yourself, and probably mm-hmm. would agree with with what I was saying about all that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it has been definitely a journey. I mean, I honestly don't think that I ever was in a situation where I thought I would be 11 months at home doing webinars out of my studio and um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And, you know, I just think for the most part, it's just been a really good learning experience. But, you know, let me tell you what, I'm glad that I'm back out where I am right now because uh, I got to tell you, it is, uh, it's a crazy world out here, but I do better around people than I do shut up in four rooms in the middle of a, a pandemic. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's so interesting because, you know, this will sound heretical when I say this, but and I, I maybe mentioned this the last time we chatted. I forget. You can tell me if I did. But right before, you know, the shutdowns and everything, we had a big sales meeting. Uh, we all gathered in Atlanta, the whole Medica team, you know, hundreds of people from across the country. And, and um, one of the things that um, I had been talking about was the role of um, – microorganisms and how they can affect, obviously they affect our digestion, but there's this this, um, this gut-brain axis that exists and um, that there is this connection between gut health and, and brain health and mood and microorganisms, um, you know, have that effect as well. There's been studies of people's personalities totally changing after some sort of an infection and, and other things. But but one of the other pieces of information that was so fascinating was that a healthy microbiome, so the microbiome is the, the community of organisms that live on and around the human body, right? And that there are more non, this is a funny sense, there's more non-self cells than self cells within a human being. In other words, there are more foreign cells, like more uh, microorganisms than there are even human cells on a human, <laughs> which is kind of crazy when you think about it. But what happens is when we engage with each other, Jeff, when we actually physically go out into the world and we talk to people and we, you know, go into meetings and crowds and stores and just life, you know, the old life, <laughs> the old world, pre-2020 world, <laughs> you know, there, there actually is an exchange of microorganisms in a very healthy way. And yes, Pathogens can be transmitted that way, obviously. We all know that. But there are bolsters to the immune system that can be also exchanged that way. And that was one of my challenges and one of my real frustrations early on was with lockdowns and such, which, you know, I, I think that, I mean, we won't get into all that. But the thing that I will say is I live in L.A., and one of the first things they did out here was shut down the beach. And, you know, in my mind, the beach is probably one of the best places to be you know, during a time like this with the um, obvious benefit, you, you know, you need to protect yourself from the sun, but the sun itself with the vitamin D3, um, there's a very healing, especially on viruses, um, there's a very healing 
aspects of that. And then all the microorganisms that are contained within the soil on the beach, you know, all these things are actually beneficial to us. And, and we've sort of demonized these things. Um, obviously, there's a balance, but um, it's just been so interesting. And, and you know, I, I wish that there was more talk on the mainstream level about just like, let's look at these comorbidities. Like, let's look at the people, you know, who, and obviously there's exceptions. So I, I don't want anyone listening to take my words the wrong way, but the vast majority of people that suffered the most through this are people with comorbidities. And, like, what about we focus on those comorbidities? Like, wouldn't that be weird? Wouldn't that be revolutionary? Instead of asking people to be shut in and be sedentary, which we know are risk factors to obesity, to mood, to digestion, you know, why not... Um, try to promote uh, exercise, and good eating, and health, and fresh air, and sunlight, all the things that were like, this is literally the exact opposite prescription, in my mind, for what um, humanity really needed to, to, to you know, rise up healthy against this thing. So it's just been interesting to watch. Let me ask you a question. You know, today is different than it was when I started 40 years ago. It seemed like back then we never used to talk to anybody about many things until they were really, really older. You know, there was this huge amount of geriatric aged kind of uh, groupings, um, health problems. Yeah. And we would kind of go along with age, but I gotta tell you, I talk to people today in their 20s all the way to their 90s that have digestive problems, whether it's gas and bloating or whether it's heartburn. And, you know, is it the diet? Is it stress? Is it inactivity? What the heck is it? Yeah, it's all those things. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. so the top causes or risk factors to digestion. You know, the first one is just the, you know, standard American diet, you know, and, and just with the over prevalence of uh, processed foods. You know, I mean, we've been, you and I have been talking about that for years, you know, and just common items that you wouldn't, you know, like a, a container of ketchup, you know, that you buy at a conventional grocery store is filled with uh, high fructose corn syrup, you know, and, and a person that's not really accustomed to reading labels might just think, oh, there's tomatoes in there, maybe some tomatoes and salt and vinegar. I didn't realize there was high fructose corn syrup, which, I mean, I'd rather have sugar any day than high fructose corn syrup, and sugar itself is pretty much poison. So, like, imagine how bad that is. You know, so there's, there's that. I think that the processed foods, and I think what you see, Jeff, too, is, like, there's age and there's also sort of, like, uh, socioeconomic sort of categorization where you find people that are struggling in those lower socioeconomic um, brackets um, unfortunately, they, they tend to eat more processed food uh, than others and the fast foods and the things along those lines. And that just, you know, it's, then it becomes a vicious cycle where you're already in a position where, you know, you might have uh, less access to, you know, to, to medical care, to health care, to nutrition, to the health food industry, and you're eating poor diet and it just gets worse and worse and worse. So those are huge, you know, alcohol. Funny during during the lockdowns, you know, I don't know about where you lived, but where I lived, all, all the liquor stores were, were open, never closed, you know. And so we've got a culture that, um, you know, we're, we're medicating ourselves with drugs and alcohol here in California. You know, it's uh, it's not just alcohol that's available to people, uh, you know. So those type of I'm not saying that there's a direct linkage on on cannabis at all. I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that, you know, we have a society that promotes these. And then, you know, lack of exercise, like we were just talking about, sedentary. I mean, even myself, like I work in the health industry, I exercise every day, I have a pretty good 
program of exercise that's not just one thing. Um, what I mean by that is it's, it's running, it's peloton, you know, it's, it's cycling, it's boxing, kickboxing, it's moving my body out, you know, hiking, just a very variation of things so I don't get stuck. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're sitting, you know, but I sit at a desk sometimes for nine hours a day at the same time, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's not very healthy. And then the stress, I mean, you, you already said it, but, you know, you can't, I mean, like depression, um, suicide, I mean, all those things are just, you want to talk about an epidemic, you know, that, that's an epidemic in this country. Um, I mean, I just heard a statistic that um, once every hour, because um, uh, I'm a former, as you mentioned, I'm a veteran, so I'm very concerned about veterans' affairs. A veteran dies by suicide once an hour. You know, so I mean wow. that. That's I'm not saying that's the average American, but I am saying that stress and depression. I mean, so many of my contemporaries, my friends, my family members who have kids in high school, there's depression everywhere. And so, like you said, it's getting younger and younger. You know that that this. I mean. <laughs> Then you want to talk about social media and stuff. But then, then you have somebody, I talked about bacteria before, 40% of Americans have H. pylori, which is a bacteria that's associated with weakened GI tissue. And, you know, talking about heartburn, what happens is, because obviously heartburn is the overproduction of, um, either overproduction of acid or a malfunction of a particular organ called esophageal sphincter, which is a funny word that no one likes to say, but uh, that, that sphincter is sort of like a little doorway, like a trap door that, that sits at the top of the stomach cavity, and it's supposed to flip open and close, you know, when food comes down, and then when the food gets in, close. And um, what happens is that sphincter can get weakened and not close all the way. So it's either an overproduction of acid or just the acid, just normal production, but the sphincter's weak, weakened because the GI tissue's weakened, and so then the acid spills out into the esophagus, which, of course, creates pain that we, that we call heartburn. And then um, uh, NSAIDs, you know, um, you've got uh, 20% of Americans are using more than the recommended dose of NSAIDs right now. And, t- and a quarter of all Americans are, are using more than one NSAID at the same time. And, and so I'm talking about non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And so that um, also contributes uh, as well. So, and then, then you just family history, you know. <laughs> and so it's like, ah, what do you do? You know, it's, it's just all over the place. I mean, the risk factors. Um, so I think that, Jeff, is what, you know, when you talk about it getting younger and stuff, like we haven't really insulated our kids, we haven't just let them be kids. They're just, they're just right there in the world, and these young people um, are, are getting exposed to this stuff. And it's, I, I, I wouldn't want to be graduating from college right now. I, I don't want to sound uh, harsh, but it's, it's, it's a crazy world, you know. So I, I don't, I, I'm not surprised at the amount of stress that we're all facing. You know, this is a question that just came in, and it's in a good. It says, hey, good to hear you guys talking again. I've been listening to you both with different companies for many years. That's true. Um, it says, here's my question. I started eating a Mediterranean diet back in September, and I feel much better. I thought it would correct my digestive problems, but it hasn't. So I don't know where to start. I'm having gastric problems as well as heartburn. Could you guys touch on that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to touch on that, a lot of that. So, I mean, you know, without knowing all the, the ins and the outs mm-hmm. of that particular condition, um, but, you know, unfortunately with heartburn, you know, when you, when you get to that stage, 
I applaud the person for finding a diet that they think works for them. And, and there's a lot of great data on the Mediterranean diet. I, I don't I don't know about you, Jeff. I, I don't know of anything that I would say, oh, no, don't do it. Now, not every diet works for every person. And we all know that, right? right? I mean, and a lot of that has to do with sort of genetic makeup, you know, where people from certain parts of the world do better with certain types of foods. You know, there's certain people that they're from an ancestral standpoint, you know, things, let's say, like dairy, weren't part of their ancestral diet. So if you're descended from, you know, a, um, let's just say in, in, in Asia, you know, it, dairy is not as prevalent as it is, let's say, in Northern Europe, you know, so there's probably some things that, you know, you do want to keep in mind when you're choosing a diet that you think works for you is to, to really think, okay, here's all the foods that they're prescribing, and I don't know all the ins and the outs of this Mediterranean diet from top of my head, but I know that obviously olive oil and healthy fats and, you know, resveratrol from red wine and I'm sure meats and vegetables are all part of that. You know, and just need to look at that diet first and say, okay, does each component of that diet agree with me? So am, am I doing the Mediterranean diet just because someone said to do it and they said it will make me healthy, so I'm doing it um, in spite of maybe a, uh, a, a, like a, a negative reaction to some of the foods that are contained within that diet? So that's the challenge a little bit. So number one is when there is some sort of a, a digestive reaction, when you're having digestive disturbances, it's really helpful to try to isolate what you're eating and really try to figure out, you know, what is what is causing, you know, the, the symptom that you're experiencing. What's that trigger? And if you do that in this particular person's case, and let's say each individual food, you know, I don't know if it necessarily bothers me, that, and you, you keep complaining about heartburn, well, that could be, you know, a systemic issue with, like I said, with, for example, the esophageal sphincter, just not closing because of other risk factors and other behaviors and activities that happened earlier in your life. And that, that particular part of your, your stomach, you know, anatomy isn't really working like it should. So the diet is not, you know, a healthy diet on its own. And this, if we're talking about, and I don't want to get because I don't know the exact issue of this person, but I'm just going to assume, let's just say this person is on this Mediterranean diet, it's going great, but they still have heartburn. And it's, it's, they know it's heartburn. They know it's acid. They know that feeling, that burning feeling, you know, in, in their sternum, in their chest, you know, when, when it's coming up. So then, then you're like, well, probably the esophageal sphincter is not really closing and the acid is spilling out or I'm overproducing acid. So if that's the case, so we at Enzymatica, you know, we... Did you want me? I feel like I've been talking for a long time, Jeff. Am I cool to no, keep no, going? No, no, no. <laughs> this is this is wonderful because you know my show's different. You know how it is. I like people. I I have you here to talk. I okay. have you here to inform. People are tuned in because they want this okay. great feedback. And no, this is perfectly fine. You're going exactly. I'm checking my list off as you're talking. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to get into just a little bit of detail just on this heartburn, on just mechanical heartburn. If if we think that's the issue. And if we think that's the issue, um, you know, how do you, how do you fix that? Well, I mean, it's like we don't want to have surgery to fix that. But it turns out that there, there is a great way to address this particular issue, um, which is that the esophageal sphincter isn't, isn't necessarily working correctly. And what, what we looked at was there's uh, – so we're like, how can we address this naturally, right? Because when you look at the conventional um, – remedies for heartburn, you know, so there's three main classes you, you tend to look at, which is number one, antacids, 
right? Um, uh, calcium carbonate, um, which is there to uh, primarily, you know, neutralize the gas, um, or not the gas, but the acid. And a um, couple challenges with those. Uh, the, the, if you're talking about a conventional form of um, calcium carbonate, and yes, there are some natural forms in our industry by, made by some good companies, like, for example, I think Country Life has one. Um, as far as I know, it's pretty clean, and I would probably recommend that if you want that kind of a thing. Um, which, you know, But a lot of the, the mainstream ones are going to have aluminum, magnesium, sodium bicarbonate, like other things that you don't necessarily want to be ingesting. And those can actually cause a cascade of other digestive issues, uh, like constipation, gas. I mean, you know, and, and just think about Tums. I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at a bottle lately, but I know the last time I looked at it, you've got like red lake dyes and things of that nature in there to color the tablets, you know, like they are. And those aren't good either. Um, talk about, we talk, you know, just what we talked about earlier with terms of processed food. So, um, and, and the problem, too, with antacids, it's like one of those slippery slopes where it neutralizes the acid. So then what does your body do, Jeff? If the acid's being neutralized by calcium carbonate, mm-hmm. what does the body do? It's seeking homeostasis. So what happens? It becomes imbalanced. Yeah, it produces more acid, you know? And so you're like, ah, the body's like, oh, I, because I, here's the thing, guys. Acid, stomach acid is not the enemy, okay? And we've made it out to be the enemy, but stomach acid is hugely important, right? I mean, there's this obvious function of helping to break down food, right? So when you consume food, um, you, the digestive process starts in the mouth. The saliva itself is, is a um, masticant, I think that's the word, um, and it provides, um, you know, fluid to start breaking down food, and there are enzymes contained within saliva that the human body produces that's going to help do that. And working its way down the, um, down the digestive tract, you know, the, the enzymes are working up. By the time it gets into the, into the um, stomach, it's the, the acid is very caustic. It can tear apart food and stuff. But the other thing that stomach acid does, and people don't realize this, is that when you're taking foods that potentially have pathogenic bacteria in it, um, the stomach acid actually serves as a, as a very important part of your immune system, actually. The stomach acid can actually eliminate toxic substances within food. So stomach acid is really important. And so, like I said, the antacid, you know, industry and that whole marketing behemoth, you know, wants to make acid out to be a bad thing, but you need it, right? But you just need to be working properly. You need to be working where it's supposed to be working. You don't want stomach acid in your esophagus. That's not where it's supposed to work. It's supposed to be, in, and because it, stomach, like I said, it's very caustic. It can actually start to degrade the the the, the mucosal layer of the digestive tract, right? So, and then that causes more problems, right? So, you want to contain the acid. So, we found this substance called, um, and then there's other. I I just realized. Then there's H2 blockers, proton pump inhibitors. I won't go into so much detail on those. We talked about them a lot. Your audience, all they need to do is just Google, like, PPI side effects. Um, <laughs> you're going to see a litany of, of negative press on PPIs um, and, and, and a lot cognition problems, bone health. I mean, there's just a whole range of issues. And, um, and, and again, same thing. You shut down the proton pump inhibitors, what does the body do? It makes more. You know, it, it's just the body's really smart. We have to approach it with intelligence, not with like a, you know, a barbarian sort of uh, approach. And so 
we found this substance called alginate. And alginate is basically like a seaweed. And what we found is that this, um, I mean, it's, it's from algae, actually, um, alginate is. But, but what we found is alginate is a component of this algae, but algae. But what we found is that um, this, this polysaccharide that's alginate, it has this quality where we say it's um, like hydrophilic, which means it loves water. So when it's exposed into a moist environment, it, it like bloats up. It, it, it kind of creates what we call a, a raft at the top of the stomach. So if you, if you consume, a, we have a product called heartburn soup that contains this as the main ingredient, this alginate. And when, when it works its way into the stomach, it actually forms a raft at the top of the stomach um, that literally uh, blocks the acid from, you know, exiting the stomach and entering the esophagus. So it's, it's, and then over time, that raft will eventually dissipate and just disintegrate, and you will just digest it, and it, there's no harmful side effects. So this heartburn soothe is, absolutely revolutionary. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. And yes, I know that, that my company makes it and, and uh, you know, so I'm, I'm obviously biased, but I mean, it's, it's just a phenomenal product. It works instantly. It's, it's really, um, you know, an acute treatment for heartburn. This is the product that you would take, not just for people who have it, you know, um, like every day, but People, this is also for people who like, hey, whenever I have, uh, you know, Indian food, whenever I have Mexican food, whenever I have X food, whenever I have pizza, I tend to get heartburn. So if you know that about yourself, have a heartburn soup. Take it with you and take it with those foods. So it's really, really good for acute support. Now, other thing to keep in mind, but that's not, that alone isn't necessarily going to restore your system to where it needs to be. So in that case, you're going to need more of a long-term approach as opposed to just an acute approach. So heartburn soothe, awesome for acute approach. Um, and even if you have more of a systemic uh, challenge, it's important to take it in the beginning just to reduce those symptoms so that you can have comfort, right? And particularly um, heartburn shows up for a lot of people at night when they sleep. Because when you get into that prone position, that, that you know, horizontal position, you, um, you, um, uh, the stomach acid will actually come out. So a lot of people suffer. They wake up in the middle of the night. So heartburn soothe will help you with that. But what if you want to help heal this on a more of a long-term basis? And so that's where you would look to the, the, the first product that um, Enzymedica made um, for heartburn. It's called Acid Soothe. Now, Acid Soothe is a really cool product. Before Heartburn Soothe came along, this was our only option that we made um, to address heartburn. So, but this product never really had the ability. It, there, there are some ingredients in there that will help, like there's some calcium carbonate in there. There's some zinc carnosine in there. Those will help to quell an acute case of heartburn. But the real strength in this product is, number one, it's effectively a digestive enzyme product. So if this person who, who had this question, this should be their enzyme product that they take with, with all their meals. Um, and, and so if you're taking um, uh, like a Digest Gold as your digestion or you're not taking any enzyme at all, um, 
I would recommend taking an enzyme. Really, everybody should probably take an enzyme when they eat um, people less than younger people because enzyme production deficiency occurs in almost everybody as they age. So as we get older, all of a sudden one day we wake up and we can't have ice cream anymore. We're like, what happened? It's just because we lost the ability to produce those enzymes. So a digestive enzyme supplement is really helpful. But if, if your issue is heartburn, my recommendation is to not necessarily go for the Digest Gold, which is our best everyday enzyme digestive support product. It's really to do the acid suit because that has the enzymes that you need. It actually doesn't have an enzyme called protease in it. Protease is an enzyme that's really good at breaking down proteins. And what you find is that um, if you have active ulceration going on in your stomach or anywhere in your digestive tract, Protease can actually irritate that a little bit. Um, it's not necessarily is going to harm you, but it could cause a little bit of irritation or pain. Similar to, um, this is a bad example, but like putting hydrogen peroxide on a wound, where, yeah, it's healing you and it's cleaning you, but it's a little stingy and painful. So we actually don't include, because um, we want more of a sort of a prophylactic response as opposed to a hardcore acute response. Um, and um, then it also contains other botanicals, um, and we have two forms of it, a chewable form and a capsule form. This is the acid tooth product. The chewable form doesn't contain the botanicals, uh, just as an FYI. It, it just is in carnosine and the calcium carbonate. Um, the, the, the pill form, the capsule form, contains a couple of botanicals, the slippery elm and marshmallow leaf, um, as well as everything that's in the, in the tablet form, and those botanicals are soothing botanicals for the entire digestive tract, and they can help um, relieve some of that irritation on, on the cells in the digestive tract because almost every digestive issue over time is going to cause some damage to the, the, the cells that line the GI tract, and particularly acid, you know, so if acid is being let loose inside of your esophagus, um, acid is really good at breaking through this um, mucosal layer that's contained within um, the interior of our digestive tract. And so you've got to heal that. Um, and so, so that's what I would recommend for this person is look at elimination. Okay, are you sure that none of these foods on the Mediterranean diet are bothering you? Okay, check. Okay, but you still have heartburn. Okay. So heartburn soothe to deal with the acute, and then heart acid soothe, take it with every meal as your digestive enzyme to not only help you digest, but also to reduce that irritation, and maybe then take a look at it 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and you might be able to start leveling off some of those when that healing has occurred within your digestive tract. Okay, here's a couple questions that have come in. First okay. one says, I've been using the Digest Gold for a long time. Can I add the Heartburn Soothe along with it? Question one. Yeah. So Heartburn Soothe, you can. Um, Heartburn Soothe, so again, the scenario that you're going to do that is you're using Digest Gold. Um, for whatever reason, you came to the brand. Uh, you came to the product. You're using it. You're getting good results out of it. You like it, but you still have Heartburn. Because Digest Gold doesn't really directly act on heartburn, let's be real. Like, it's Digest Gold, just so everyone understands, and there might be people listening that, that don't know Digest Gold. So Digest Gold is, is the number one selling digestive enzyme in the entire natural product industry. 
And what it is is a combination of quite high-potency enzymes across the spectrum of food groups. So you have enzymes that are really good at breaking down carbohydrates, enzymes that are good at breaking down fat, enzymes that are good at breaking down proteins, um, enzymes that are good at breaking down dairy, as well as some other enzymes like uh, cellulase, which breaks down sort of the the, uh, cellular, the plant structure. Some of that cellular matter in some plants is a little hard to break down, and we don't make cellulase, so we have to consume it. So, so anyway, you can see the label. There's about 15 or so um, different enzymes that are in there. Now, but the cool thing about Digest Gold, and when the failure, unfortunately, of some of the other products out there in the marketplace, is they're not formulated to last throughout the entire, uh, or to be effective throughout the entire GI tract. So the GI tract is this, like it starts on your tongue, right, the GI tract, and it goes all the way, you know, out the chute, right? That's your GI tract. And the thing that's so interesting about that environment is it's very, very much different levels of acid or basic properties, you know, on the pH scale. So a certain enzyme grouping might be really effective in a high pH environment, but not be effective in a low pH environment. And so... If you're taking a product with only one sort of range of enzymes, you're going to read the label and you're like, oh, it has protease. Protease is for protein. And it has 80,000 huts, you know, which is a measurement. We don't measure um, enzymes in, in milligrams. And, in fact, if the enzyme product you're taking lists them um, as milligrams on the label, um, I would advise buying a different enzyme product because milligrams don't tell you anything about enzymes. It's, it's nothing marketing um all right let me let me jump in for a second because this kind of goes along the same way and i I know she's holding on listening right now she said i understand what you're saying about the heartburn soothe and the acid soothe but i'm 70 years old and i've been really dealing with heartburn for a long time and i had it under control till about a year ago can i take heartburn soothe acid soothe and digestive gold all together because I'm suffering and I am not going to use one of those acid suppressive medications. Yeah. So this is what I was getting to. So if, the, if, if a person is taking digest, digest gold, and I just had to t- take a minute there just to explain it for people that don't know, um, and they're getting good results out of it and they have occasional heartburn, go ahead and take the heartburn too. When you're rest, but, mm-hmm. but taking... Um, if, if you have severe heartburn irritation, so you've got the heartburn, but it happens at every meal, and you know that you've got irritation, like inside your esophagus and other cells, the digest gold will probably irritate that inflamed tissue. So if you have sort of like, if you, if you know that you have ulcerated tissue, the digest gold probably a little too potent, and it's, it's that protease that what I was talking about earlier. So I don't know if I would recommend that. And it's hard for me to do this over the phone with somebody. But the idea mm-hmm. is that if you know you've got severe irritation from this acid, you know, unleashed from your stomach, um, you probably don't want to take digest gold because that can irritate those ulcerated areas. So then I would take oh. Yeah. Yeah, so you take, so if you've got, hey, I've got, like, my thing is heartburn, I'm, uh, you know, take acid soothe as your, as your digestive enzyme. So take acid soothe with every meal, like right when you sit, sit down, take an acid soothe. 
have your meal, okay? And then if, if a heartburn sensation shows up, uh, usually a lot of times for people it shows up in 20 minutes of meal, sometimes immediately, then take your heartburn food, okay? And then see how that, did it, did it quell your heartburn? Okay, it did. So now you're going to have to te- keep taking acid soothes as your digestive enzyme. That's now your digestive enzyme. And you just keep taking it until you feel that, you know what, like some of the irritation is less severe. I think I've healed some of those cells. You know, I've, I've been on a maintenance program of 90 days, six months, maybe a year. It just depends. And you've gotten to that place where that irritation has been resolved. Then you could probably go back to digest gold. You know, because digest gold is a more powerful enzyme, so it's going to hit other food groups and things. But... Um, you know, you just don't want to take, if you've got active irritation, active ulceration, I don't think you want to take digest gold. Does that okay. make sense? Another question. Yeah, it makes great sense. No, I'm just trying to get as much information out of you as I can because it's so helpful. Okay. Um, this, this one just came in. It says, my 17-year-old has severe heartburn. Yeah. He eats an amazing diet. I know he eats too quickly, which he's working on. Yeah. He's an athlete. Um, but he's living on Tums as much as I hate the situation. Is 17 too young for this heartburn soothe? No, it's not. My daughter takes it. She's 15. I mean, I don't know what it says on the label, but I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. But, I mean, no, it's fine. I mean, he, he, he said he's an athlete, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 17, athlete. I mean, uh, I assume it's a male. Um, I don't know what the weight is. Um, you know, if you if you have a... A young male that's approximately the size of an adult, um, you know, like my daughter, she's 15. I mean, she has the height and weight of an adult woman. Like, she can take this product. So she takes, so she's like that, my daughter, is, where she, she eats a great diet because she lives in my house. Um, but she does get heartburn occasionally. And, and so she takes the heartburn suit and it, and it resolves it immediately. Now, this, our, our, the Enzymatica CEO, his daughter, She's uh, going to college next year, so she's probably about 17 or 18. She is a literally an Olympic-level swimmer. Like, she was literally just swimming a week ago with, with gold medalists from, from the Summer Olympics um, in Florida. And she also takes it um, as well. And, and what I learned from him is that it's actually really common among swimmers is heartburn, um, partly because you're spending your entire time in that prone position, you know, so the acid moves around. and. There's, there might be some sort of a reaction from the chlorine in the water as well. But um, I, I think it's okay. For You know, I, I haven't seen the kid. Like, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what his height and weight is. Um, I would think if you're 17 years old and you're an athlete, you probably have male proportions, you know, full, full-grown full male proportions and weight and other things, and I think it's fine. Um, okay. Another question just came in. It says, I try to do everything as well as I can and keep as preventive as possible. My parents, my older brother, all have digestive problems. I don't. They eat terribly. I eat really well. If I was thinking of doing a preventive digestive enzyme just to maybe make things work a little better and not end up the mess that they're all in, does your guest have a suggestion? Yeah, I mean, so in that case, you might want to do... you know, and we talk digest gold a lot. I already explained what that is. That's our, you know, that's our, like, uh, our Lamborghini. That's our, you know, whatever <laughs> you want to use. But sometimes you don't need that. Um, you know, sometimes, <laughs> this is terrible old 
thing I heard, you know, like, you know, swatting the fly with a bazooka. You know, like if you shoot a bazooka at a fly, like, are you going to get the fly out of your house? Yeah, but you might cause a little damage along the way. The collateral <laughs> damage you don't necessarily need to do. So you do want to fit the issue with the appropriate solution. You know, and number one, just to save money, because digest gold is, is not cheap. If it, 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 I always say the cheapest supplements are the ones that don't work, uh, or the most, sorry, the <laughs> The most expensive supplements are the ones that won't work. I mean, Digest Gold is a premium product. It works incredible, and that's why it's number one. But you, you may want to start, this person may want to start with, like, we have a product called Digest Basic, which is mm-hmm. real simple um, enzyme. It's got, it's about one quarter the strength of Digest Gold. It doesn't have, there's a, some other components that Digest Gold has, uh, which are, are geared towards promoting um, ATP, which is the sort of the furnace or the energy production, uh, you know, uh, engine of the cells, um, and it just helps with digestion. The Digest Basic doesn't have that either, so that that brings the cost. So it's a very affordable, um, tiny little capsule, um, and you can just start with taking one of those with dinner, or you know, or if you want to carry it around with you, take it with every meal. But maybe just with your larger meals with dinner. Um, just to just be ready. And, and because the thing is, is that it's probably going to happen to every one of us, regardless of our genetic history, is that there, there will probably come a day where certain foods start not agreeing with us anymore. And the approach to that is either, okay, do I start to avoid certain foods or should I take something to help me with them, support me with them? So for me, like I already talked about dairy, like I don't, I don't react very well to ice cream. So guess what? I, I don't need ice cream. I mean, once a year, occasionally, like when there's some events or some fun dessert that's served at a restaurant that has ice cream on it, and I'm in the moment, like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. It's not going to kill me. That's my, I'm not, you know, there's people who have severe allergies. That's not my thing. Mine is an enzyme deficiency. So, yeah, I get a little stomach upset. I'll take a digest cold and I'm fine. Um, or I take, actually, I, in that case, I would take a lacto, which is a uh, basically a, Kind of like the digest gold for people who have problems digesting dairy. That's what lacto is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a full meal digestive thing. So that's my recommendation is, is you don't need to go with, like, the gold necessarily. You can try digest basic. Give it a shot. It's not going to hurt you. There's no such thing. There's what we call the law of adaptive secretion, which when you nourish the body with supplemental digestive enzymes, the body just, you know, doesn't make as many of them. Um, it, while you're taking them, and then as soon as you stop taking them, it just goes right back up to normal levels. So there's absolutely no risk whatsoever of, like with all these pharmaceutical things, like the PPIs and all the stuff we were just talking about, um, you're not going to deplete your body's ability to make enzymes by taking enzymes. You just, it will just help it when it needs it. That's it. And there's you know, the, the interesting thing is we live in a world now where people eat the craziest foods, we yeah. are over we are overfed, malnourished, yeah. and at the same time, people are walking around with deficiencies because even though they're consuming massive amounts of food, their guts are compromised and they don't have you know the the availability and the strength to be able to do in the job they were meant to do. So yeah. enzymes have really really even be blossomed and become more in the forefront. You know, where a lot of people, it was kind of a select group we used to talk to. Now it's almost everybody could benefit with enzymes. Oh, no, I mean, you're so right. And, and I'm not just saying this because I, I was literally just 
contemplating this yesterday. Um, I'm giving a presentation um, uh, on Friday, and I was thinking about that, and, and that this is truly, uh, you know, when you talk about digestion, this is, you know, Hippocrates said it thousands of years ago, all disease begins in the gut, right? And that's one of the guiding principles of Enzymatica. We understand that gut health is absolutely primal, or no, primary, sorry, not primal, absolutely primary gut health, digestive health, because everything in the human body depends upon it. Everything. It's a central hub to every other system in the body. It is absolutely key. And for that reason, then digestive health, and whether it's having a diet that helps to soothe our digestion or taking supplements to help support us, I think is the number one priority for all of us. It should be. And, and I think you're right. Enzymes have traditionally been, you know, because like you shared earlier, I used to work at New Chapter, and, and I love New Chapter. I still have a all the products. I mean, they're amazing. And I love Plant Fusion, too. But, um, you know, those type of the supplement industry has been filled with a lot of, like, vitamins for years and years. Vitamins, 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 herbs, 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 protein powder, you know, things of that nature. And that's all great and all vital and important. But if, if you don't have the capacity to break down what you're consuming, it's kind of like all bets are off. <laughs> you know, you can take all those expensive supplements and all these different things and eat these beautiful foods and, and things, but organic this and you know, non-GMO that, and of course I support all that. Uh, but, but if your digestion is off, you're not extracting the nutrients out of it. So like you said, Jeff, I mean, we have a country that we live in. I mean, <laughs> the real crisis in this country is obesity, of course, but we have a country that we live in where you've got obese people walking around who are malnourished, right? Exactly. Like you said, they're consuming enormous, you know, and some of them aren't even consuming a lot of foods, which is their, their metabolism is so out of whack that they, you know, they're not even eating these gigantic quantities of foods either, and they're obese because, you know, they've got the digestive concerns or the processed foods. Like nothing is being really recognized as food, as food by the body, and it's just, you know, really putting people into a rough spot. Um, so, you know, that, that's our challenge we face is, is that, um, you know, digestion is key. Enzymes are for everybody. Enzymes, I mean, we used to have a tagline here at Enzymetica, which we said, enzymes, the source of life. <laughs> that was our tagline, the source of life. Do you think it's important if we said that our tagline was sor- the source of life? I mean, enzymes, there would be no life on earth without enzymes. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, that's, enzymes are absolutely fundamental they are a catalyst. They cause everything to happen within the body. Every chemical reaction in the body depends upon an enzyme. Every pharmaceutical drug that operates in the body has an enzymatic function to it. Um, enzymes are, are absolutely key. And I think they've been overshadowed by some of the other categories like fish oil and vitamins and, and those things. And they're now finally coming to light. And, and to me, enzymes are the next probiotics, right? Because everybody loves probiotics and they're great. And probiotics are super important but they don't digest food, you know? And so often pro- probiotics are the, are the go-to supplement for people, but, you know, I think enzymes should be. Well, I want to thank you. Um, this is a ton of information. I'm going to make sure I refer people to the podcast and yeah. so they can re-listen to it, because I'm going to go back and listen to it, too, just to be sure. I, I didn't thank know you, you were on that podcast. I, I, one of, my, one of my, uh, my family members like, hey, I heard you on podcast. I'm like, what podcast? And, and then I saw it there on the Apple Podcast Store. Really cool. <laughs> 
Well, I got to tell you, just um, be well, stay healthy, keep up your good work. Uh, we'll chat again. Maybe I'll run into you at Expo if you're going to be Anaheim. there. Anaheim. Yeah, I'll see you there. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. Be, you be, you be well. Who knows? Yeah, let, let's right. do that. Be well, stay healthy, my friend. Right. Thanks, Jeff. All right, bye. My guest today, Paul Davison, a wealth of information. Make sure to check out all the products from Enzymedica available at Stay Healthy Every Day. We did talk about Acid Soothe and Digest Gold, and we talked about Digest the Basic Formula, talked about Heartburn Soothe, uh, any of those things. You can talk to anyone at Stay Healthy, and they'll help you out with those great products. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. For mail order services or just have them get your order together so you can swoop in and pick it up, give them a call at 877-2494-877-2494. Address, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday. Don't forget about their incredible webpage. It's stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. And then what you could do when you're there, print a coupon to use on your next visit to the store. Enter your email address. Remember, it's about information education. If you enter your email address, you'll get an informative newsletter every single month just for becoming connected with the store. And also, you can listen to any of the radio show podcasts. The broadcasts are always there on demand waiting for you just to pick a day and a time that works with your schedule so you can get caught up with the shows, hear it for the first time, or maybe hear it because you missed it along the way, or maybe you want to go back and hear it again. Today would be one of those that I want to hear a second time. Lots and lots of information. Digestion is the topic today. Uh, Enzymedica was the product line we were talking about. All of their products, everyday low prices that stay healthy. Don't forget to fill out your slip for the basket of the month drawing. And when you're there, ask some questions. You're going to be so much more informed just for your visit to stay healthy. Have a great day, everyone. Be well and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.